What's up, guys? This is Jamal Gary, and you are about to listen to another episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk with my man, my main man, Johnny Cadillac. On this week's episode, it's going to be a continued conversation that he's had with our friends from Cruising with Kayfabe uh, with Emily and Mongo. He was just on their podcast uh, recently uh, talking about the uh, Chris Jericho cruise, uh, the different experiences, uh, different advice and tips for first-time cruisers, um, even OG cruisers. Uh, so it's going to be a continued conversation this week from their last conversation they've had from Cruising with K-Fabe. So if you didn't, didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, go check out that episode. That's part one of their conversation on Cruising with K-Fabe. And once you finish listening to that episode, come right on back on here on Chat Wrestling Talk to uh, continue listening to uh, part two of their conversation. So with that being said, kick back, relax, and I'm going to let my man, my main man, Giant Cadillac, take it away. It's time! Are you ready? Let's go! Guess who's back? It's Johnny Cadillac! Let's start the show! And welcome to Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Cadillac. And uh, I mean, I, <laughs> the commitment, I tell you what, is I've been going through a lot lately, a lot of stress and a lot of, you know, grief. And I've, I've talked about it a little bit on this podcast. And those of you who are friends with me on social media, they, you know, uh, kind of a little more on what's going on in my personal life and my family life. But the one constant and the one thing I knew I needed, well, few things wrestling is at the top of that list and uh i just brought caddy chat wrestling talk podcast back after the hi- hiatus that was longer than i wanted and so i wanted to make sure you know we're here a few days later than you're norm- used to but uh it's kind of done by design here and i want to say before you go any further well thank you for your support and your listenership but if you're listening to this episode right now and you haven't listened to the most recent episode of Cruising with Kayfabe, do me a favor, do especially yourself a favor, and do my guests of this episode a favor, and uh, pause your listening here. Go, if if you're not subscribed to them already, go download them on Apple, Spotify, whatever your listening preference is, Cruising with Kayfabe. We are doing a multi-podcast kind of crossover um, and this is part two. So go listen to part one. We just finished that up and we're resuming from the conversation with there for part two here on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast. I am joined once again by my guests, the hosts of Cruising with Kayfabe. Go ahead and introduce yourselves the same, same way you do on Cruising with Kayfabe. I'll let you. All right. Well, I'm Mongo. I'm Emily. I just, I don't know. It's, it's those things that like, it's just like a staple of like anything you watch or listen to that like you bring it into another atmosphere and you hear it different. It just doesn't sound right. So I, I could say you're Mongo, you're Emily, but in that circumstance, I'm like, nope, I want to hear it from you. I guess it really is like the multiverse of madness, but it's, it's the cruise verse, you know, where we slid into that cruise verse. We're ready to go. Like I said earlier, a month, a month and a half to go. We're, we're going to be back where we belong. Absolutely. We slid into uh, this faster than a uh, ring right into the DMs. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, shots fired. 
But like, <laughs> uh, so where we where we left off on cruising with Cafe, we started talking about. Well, we started talking about alcohol, and there's that alcohol package. Um, so I want to ask you guys, um, where where have you been when it comes to the alcohol package? Is that something you've always you've had to buy on the uh, the three going in four cruises that you've been on, or? So the very first cruise, we didn't buy it because we're not the biggest when it comes to alcohol. Like we go, we'll have fun. You know, like if we go to a restaurant or something, maybe we might get a drink or two, but we're not really big on it. Um, some people bought us drinks. We didn't ask them to, but we pretty much bought the soda package, the first one. And also we have our son with us. And for that cruise, he was six. And the last cruise, he was nine. So it just wasn't really a appropriate in our eyes for us to get shit-faced i don't care if anyone else is shit-faced around our kid but as far as ourselves being aware of what we gotta we're be doing, somewhat coherent yeah you have to be a parent <laughs> but i would say yeah like the second cruise we didn't we did have a couple drinks with some friends who you know celebrate here you go hey you got to have a drink on me okay yeah no thank you appreciate it um, we were able to return the favor a lot on cruise four because we had starbucks we were able to buy people as a thank you like here's a starbucks for you know, I think you we get did have the drink package on, on the second. On the third one, we got it because it was given to everyone. I was going to talk about that next, but um. so definitely, I definitely got my money's worth then, and I know Emily did because Emily and I had a mission. So we left off talking. You talked about how they had different drinks, like the Y two Jawbreaker. Yep. I saw that menu and went challenge accepted. I, by you know by day one, I want to finish everything on that menu and see what I like to go for these next four days. Oh, okay. So and you we did not have our son with us. So kind of a mistake on my part because my stomach was not feeling good by about hour five on the first day because <laughs> I had gotten through every single one. And I did not like the Moscow Mule one. That was just, that was rough. That one, that one hmm. kind of didn't hit good for me. So, yeah, and I mean, I've kind of been the same way. So um, I, I, I don't mind because I'm not always the biggest drinker myself either. Uh, it depends on the right social circumstance. I think a Jericho cruise is very much so the right social circumstance. Agreed. But at the right moment and everything else, I don't need to have an alcoholic drink in my hand at all times, every time on a cruise. You know, plenty of times is a very, um, you know, formidable and, and everything where I'm like, okay, it makes total sense here. And, uh, but you know, if, if I, there's plenty of times where if I don't have a drink in my hand, I'm still okay. I love soda. So that's still always a must for, for me is we always get at least a soda package. Um, so like we, we, we had access to an alcohol package at times on the second Jericho cruise that we, we used, but we had to be careful. And I'm not going any more specifics into that. I'm just going to Right, leave it. no, no, yeah, you don't get no trouble. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, and then uh, the, let's see, and then, so it was triple whammy then, as you kind of alluded to, where it, we're coming out of a pandemic, still in a pandemic, even having a cruise at this moment is such a, such a risk. And, gosh, I think... That was always kind of that asterisk cruise and like thinking about how, you know, we all had to have COVID tests just to get down there. And then you had to take another COVID test before getting onto the ship. So we all see each other and we're doing that reunion with friends, but we're all wearing our masks and we like, oh, 
stay away from me right now until after we do our COVID test here. I want to make certain you're around. Like, there's the people like me who didn't care, but then I had plenty of friends who were like, uh, shout out Walter Zalea. I remember him specifically. Hey, I want to hug you so bad, but I want to make sure that you and I are both COVID free before I do so. So, like, let me take this test, and then when I see you on the other side, then we'll give each other a hug. And, like... Yeah, no, that I remember... <laughs> Emily and I were both okay. We are six days to go. We got to go into super. How can we make sure we limit our exposure to popping a positive? Because we didn't want to get all the way down to Miami, like you said, could take one down, going down, take one there. We didn't want to pop a positive and then just have it throw us all off. And of course, that's the time where my brother gets me tickets to games. And yeah, I had you went to, to two football games. So I'd gone to football games. I'm like, are you serious? So like, <laughs> I was so Gillette nervous. Stadium. I, I'm nervous. Like, try to make sure. And then Emily's test was delayed. You know, we all got our uh. results, but hers were like a day later. So we're literally on the airplane just knowing, okay, our first round is clear. But why'd mine take so long? Well, why'd hers take, take so long? long time? And then obviously, as we've all talked about on both these shows, going through those lines that took three to four hours for us, five, six plus for other people. Yeah. It was intense. But like you said, but then when you got on, you're like, I got free alcohol and I get we get to finally party after being in the pandemic. I think you say it's an asterisk. I think the third one had the biggest party because we're all like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was but we were missing our international friends. Yeah. No, that's true. I, I saw one man, I think, from like Scotland, and I was like, how? Uh, oh, but Peter. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but He's from I, Ireland, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I couldn't. Yeah. There, there was another there was Scottish Chris, but he was, he, you know, he was. Uh, famous for like he, if you saw him on cruise two, you knew who he was. And then he had the most viral epic edge return at the Royal rumble in 2020 video ever. Um, but, uh, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I remember there was one, one individual I met from the UK on cruise three. Otherwise it was all the U S and Canada. And, uh, just cause you know, those travel bands were, were killer. And that was, uh, did Cam make it on to the third cruise with you guys, or because of the the age and the uh, the we all had to be vaccinated too? So like I'm assuming he couldn't make the cut for that one. Yeah, the cutoff was literally thirty days. Is when so when they announced it was you know okay for his age range to get the, you know get the vaccinations, get what he needed to get done is when they announced it. But the cutoff was it had to be like six weeks before. So like. We missed it by one or two weeks. It was some crazy small window because we... And he was so upset. He was so disappointed. We tried to hold that hope until... I think we held that hope until September because Six Man was like, just just call us in September. Just call us in September. Oh, yeah. Because that that was... And uh, that was in the middle to late October was that cruise. So, So, yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. So, we ended up... My mother-in-law, Mongo's mom, had babysat Cam. So... Instead of, like, being able to talk to him, I was trying to, like, FaceTime and video chat through Facebook in order to, like, so he could still enjoy the cruise with us, you know? Yeah. But it would be so late. It would be hard for his mom to answer the phone. Grammy was struggling. So mom was struggling because the internet was just, like, not always working in our favor because there's so many people on the boat using it yep. that it just isn't good enough for a lot of video calls, I suppose. It's definitely has its peaks and valleys. So 
it just like it wasn't working. So we ended up getting a bunch of shout outs. Thank you to everybody who did that, including Colt Cabana. Um, well, last page, Marco Stun, Jeff and Rachel. So many people, you know, did a good shout out for us so that we could give it to him afterwards because it was very like hard to be on there without him because he is. He's, He's wherever the- I go. Wherever I go is where he wants to go. We don't just go to places. Like, we don't just... But we look back. It, it's a blessing. It's because it wasn't because because the alcohol pack was just free. That was probably the rowdiest. Oh, most I definitely. Know, I don't know if, since you've been on all five, in my experience out of the four I've been on, that was the rowdiest because we saw people getting sick at the tables in the dining room. We saw people being carried out of the hot tub. No, that was uh, on two. No, it happened on Camp three as well. There. It happened on three as well. Um, I saw more naked people on the third one than I think I've ever have. I mean, Bruce Shingles, I saw on the second one, but the third one, I saw some random white guy bare ass walking through the lobby. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I don't think I dealt with that, and I'm I'm okay that I didn't see that. <laughs> I think he, I think he was coming through O'Sheen's, so maybe by maybe the eighth, like, I think he couldn't figure out which way his room was because you had oh. to go through O'Sheen's, go down the hallway, right. So I saw him walk out. I was looking and, for ch- chicken tenders, and he's over there seeing sausage. Pretty much, like, thank God for the that little tiny piece of fabric that was holding on for dear life. But let's just let's just say I saw more than I wanted to see of that man that night. <laughs> but hey, he was having a good time. And you know what? He made it back to his room without making an incident. So that's a plus. Sure. So yeah. So to allude to it more. So what it was because the attendance and the signups and everything. It, it it was a it was a hard it was a risky time for everyone. There were so many people who wanted to go on the cruise, but they they took COVID very seriously. They didn't want to risk it, understandably so. So that will forever go down as like the least attended Jericho cruise in history. Still a lot of fun, but there just wasn't as many people there, which made the line shorter. Which that was always nice to deal with, but but so they they they. Uh, they said, hey, we understand we're in tough times, so they let us all know that that all the all the drink packages were free. You just had to pay the gratuity for them. So what was normally like a four hundred dollar drink package per person went to eighty bucks. Four hundred versus eighty, yeah, still where I'm like where I lived paycheck to paycheck. I'm not not always I'm a still a little cautious on spending eighty dollars on anything. But an alcohol package for a whole cruise, well, yeah, count me in. That's that's a no-brainer. You're and, like, I can drink $20 a day. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and, so, and I think it was like if you booked before, like, oh, you are right, it was booking it was a certain limit, it, but almost everybody had it. Well, and then they kept pushing back that. They kept pushing back that date, too, so it made it easier for everyone in general. And I remember there, there's two things I remember about that cruise specifically, because that's, that's the only – the only cruise I full blown had the alcohol package on. I, I had enough, you know, hookups on Jericho Cruise Four that I still gotta have a good time with a drink in my hand fairly often, whether I want to or not. Uh, shout out to my friend Jack Steven, who always wanted to make sure if he was buying him and his date a drink that he was getting me a drink too, because he he had his alcohol package and he was always willing to share with me. And I'm not saying he's going to do that to everyone because Jack is also one of my best friends. So don't get any ideas here, listeners. But um, but let's get a giant Cadillac ripped so you can <laughs> karaoke. Yeah, yeah. As we <laughs> talked about on Cruising with Kayfabe just now, 
But um, so again, if you haven't listened to Cruising with Kayfabe yet, please, I can take the little bit of a hit. Pause this episode. Go back and listen to Cruising with Kayfabe. All these little innuendos and these conversations that we kind of say without context, you would understand it all the more if you listen to the Cruising with Kayfabe episode we just did. And you guys have a good pro- product, a good podcast. I enjoy it regardless if I'm on it or not. So <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. So, yes, feel free to subscribe to Cruising with Kayfabe. Give them that five-star rating. I know Mongo and Emily will definitely appreciate your support. So speaking of five-star, you know, we talked about obviously the free drinks and what kind of drinks you liked, but you said you like us. You're kind of more of a social drinker. So what kind of what, – what do we expect? Because I didn't really get to see you go full Johnny Cadillac with the alcohol package. <laughs> I saw you in the morning recovering from last night's version yeah. of Johnny Cadillac morning thing. So – What's Johnny Cadillac like? Well, when, I remember you know, I remember standing in a line once one day specifically, and I like a few people ahead of me in line was was Bam Bam Bigelow, and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> this isn't nineteen ninety five, but and since when did Bam Bam Bigelow have hair on top of his head?" But like, <laughs> <laughs> did not think the bald cap threw on that one. <laughs> but you know, if you get that bald cap, make sure there's tattoos on that bald cap. So like, that's what Bam Bam Bigelow was always known for. And I'll, I'll get there, though, too. Um, but that was the thing with the, there's two lessons or two memorable things from Jericho Cruz 3 specifically that I was wanting to get to involving that alcohol package. Number one, when we first got on that ship, they said that, and this, this is the same for any Jericho Cruz you ever go on with the alcohol package, that before you're officially in international waters, which is like X amount of miles into the ocean after you set sail before you're officially deemed in international waters. But before you get there, you have to pay taxes for your drinks. And a few bucks. Well, and that's where I was getting at too, is like, so I refuse to drink. Like if somebody else was like, Hey, do you want to drink? I'm giving the bartender my card right now. Do you want to drink from it too? I, I'd say yes, but it was mostly I didn't even think about it because I was like, I've already spent $80. I don't want to spend more money on these alcoholic beverages. And I'm hanging out with Des and I'm hanging out with Taryn. And Des goes, Johnny Cadillac, why is there not a drink in your hand? We've been here forever. Why has there not been a drink in your hand yet? And I'm like, I don't I, I don't want to pay the taxes. He goes, oh, you're right. Let's say uh, an average drink here is $8, $9 you're looking at. One dollar for tax adds on, which is true. I just didn't think about it. I only thought about it was extra money, and I didn't want to spend the extra money. So when he put that into perspective for me, all hell broke loose. Everything was changed from there, and I had, I had nine extra dollars tapped onto my card from the nine drinks I had. Prior to getting into international waters at that moment, I can only imagine how it would have been if I if I went but, from the get go. That's actually not even that bad. When everybody talks about it, I expected it to be like four or five dollars a drink. Yeah, no, and, and that's kind of what I had in my head. One. And so I just I tried to avoid it, but then yeah, and I don't know. It was probably a little more than a dollar. I don't know what the exact tax was, but it, it was cheap. And so when I saw my my bill at the end of the day, I number one, I was curious on how many drinks I had prior to being in international waters, since that was a thing for me. And then um and yeah, and then so I just see, oh, 
that was only so much money I had on. It was nine or ten drinks I had. I think it was nine. And because then I was like, how many drinks did I get to enjoy during that little bit of time? And then uh, the other thing was, was so it's now a cruise tradition. Well, I kind of want to say so. It started on the third. It went on to the fourth. No promises if it happens from there because there's one individual that helps make this cruise tradition reality, and that's a man who's very nice, very evil, Dan Housen, who at the end of the third cruise, you know, him and Will Ospreay go to save the day, and he goes, I've taken Chris Jericho's credit card, and I've bought shots of tequila for everybody here. I never got my tequila. Me either. We didn't either. I think it was tequila, but we didn't, whatever the drink was, we didn't get it either. We saw them going around, but they somehow didn't make it to us. Same. And, uh, and so we're like, well, so we went to the bar and we got our own shots of tequila. So we still fit in with everybody because like we all had the alcohol package. It made sense. And then when they, they, when Dan Housen stole Chris Jericho's credit card yet again on the fourth Jericho cruise on the four leaf clover, this time, Wherever the the alcohol went around, we did make sure we got our our shots. Then we got we got kind of hosed two years in a row. They, they, we were in two different spots and they didn't come near us. We were <sighs> on the ramp. Yeah, we were by the ramp didn't. on the fourth cruise and on the third one, we were yeah we were on the other side of the ramp. So we we're basically by the ramp both sides. It was just comical because I saw Aubrey going around the shirts on the uh, the shots on the fourth cruise, and she was coming our way. But then someone called her name and she went over there and the whole tray just disappeared. I just saw. Many hands grab many tequila shots. It was like the Walking Dead. And, the, and then Emily zombie. said, "Emily had the best quote." Well, it's okay. I'm not the biggest tequila person anyway. You would have drinking it for me. Wait, oh. what? I would. <laughs> well, okay. So her plan was to get it, probably take a small sip ski, and then make Mongo drink the rest of it. Tequila makes my clothes fall off. That's not going to happen. Why want you to have tequila? <laughs> That's why I wanted you to have it. <laughs> oh man, I will let you know there was. Again, I'm not a big, big drinker, and I, I'm not always. There's there's a huge difference between Johnny Cadillac on a Jericho cruise and Johnny Cadillac in real life, but especially Johnny Cadillac in real life, where there's responsibilities and work the next day and so on and so forth. Like Johnny Cadillac getting drunk is just not something that I really think about too much. But you know, so if there's a good time brought in front of me, a lot of times I want to step up, and a lot of times I step up a little too much. And so what it was for me, tequila is always a a cringy subject for me now because there's a time that we had some people over and I had a few drinks in. I was I was loosening up and having a good time and they said, "Hey, here's this drink. Chug it." Oh no. Okay. That's never never good. <laughs> okay, I'm down. I'm not uh, uh, my drunken or getting drunk speech was I'm not a bitch. And so, like, I was like, I'll chug whatever this is. And I did. And their jaws hit the floor when they saw me chug this drink and finish it. He goes, we put 10 shots of tequila in there, and you just downed it. I don't remember anything from the rest of the night after that. <laughs> it was, but. I blacked out on tequila myself. It just, is a rough hangover. Oh, it, it, it really is. And so, after then, like. I, I've been even so. It's hard for me. If you give me one shot of tequila, I'm like. I guess, but like it's a, it's a sensitive subject for me ever since then. Where like, hey, if there's shots, I'll take I'll I'll take whatever. But I'd rather it be something else instead of tequila. Like, I don't know. It's just there's a time and place, and 
Um, but you know, and on the cruise, I'm I'm always loosened up. So you give me anything, like, here, take this, take this drink. I mean, chances are I'm going to. Uh, a Jericho cruise is another very, very more familiar place to see an intoxicated Johnny Cadillac to the point where I think at the start of the second Jericho cruise, the start of the third Jericho cruise, not the start of the four leaf clover, but the second and third cruise, Jericho makes the announcement like a song or two into that Fozzie set, which by the way, they also uh, do you at least get the the shots they give out everyone that the oh opening yeah the silhouette shots okay I was just gonna talk about one year that. I had like six of them so yeah yeah <laughs> Mongo has a great picture he's got like four shots in his hands <laughs> I drink all four. my friend Ryan Johnson shout out to him he's done a lot of work on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast and he has been one of my roommates if not my only roommate on every cruise so far and it's gonna be a little weird because we're both on Five Live but we're not in the same room this time so I'll be a little different. But he believes in even numbers. So I remember specifically on Four Leaf Clover, I turned around and he had two shots ready to take during that sail away shot because he, he couldn't just have one shot. He believes in even numbers. He sounds like a very intelligent man who I'd like to get to know because that is very intellectually smart. It is even numbers for life. Says someone whose lucky number is seven. <laughs> Yes, my lucky number is seven. Well, okay, but I like even numbers. In, in your points. defense, in your defense, you cannot e- you cannot spell out seven or eleven without spelling out even. Did Thank you, you know, Johnny? Did you know about eleven? No, but but we saw a sign up that. Or I mean, uh, yes, because we. I realized it was seven when you were saying that just now, but we saw a billboard up actually in Miami on a way to a cruise. It said something about eleven, but it was spelled out and and. Uh, and my other friend, the Sieve, Josh Sievers, was like, "Ryan, you uh, you believe in even numbers, but what about eleven? Like, you you can't spell eleven without spelling even." And he goes, "I, like oh, I didn't even 11. think about that." So I thought about that with eleven, but it makes even more sense with seven, where all you do is add an S, and there, boom, there it is. And Emily's lucky number is eleven. And on the Walking Dead cruise, I played blackjack. Put one twenty dollar bet down on the number eleven, it hit, and I won like four hundred bucks. There so, you go. Eleven treats me very well. <laughs> after he fun. proposed to me, and yes, I was after. getting my nails done, that's when he won the money. Well, I because, got my nails done. Here's a here's a pro tip, fellas. I knew I was going to propose, so I saved up money to so she get her nail done. Because what does every person who gets an engagement ring want to do once they have it? They want to show it off. They don't want janky hands or their nails looking bad. So you get them a manicure or a pedicure. Probably not pedicures, that's feet. But you get a <laughs> manicure done. So that way when they show off their sparkly ring, their nails look good too. They're more inclined to show that ring off. So you can show that, you know what? You did put a ring on it. You know what? I kind of want to get my nails done again on the cruise because that was the best hand massage. They you just like, like talking to her about Kesha. So, it, oh my God, I learned so much about the Kesha cruise. <laughs> so they they use like hot stones and oils and they massage your hands and they put the hot stones on your hands. And I'm old. I have arthritis and that felt so nice. It was so good. Honestly, like I do press-ons right now because like I waitress, they look nice. But maybe I can like go get my nails done and it will be nice and that's a thought. Food for thought. Anybody Listen, maybe, listening? Maybe before the cruise, because the cruise itself was, whoo, it, it was an engagement present for a reason. I'll just say, <laughs> shout out to everyone on Six Man. There are awesome spa packages and other things on there. But like Johnny Cadillac said, 
everything there is DLC. If you're a video gamer, it's a DLC cruise for some things. You have Big Show, aka Paul White. That's about a hundred dollars. The alcohol back is between three to four hundred, depending on any discounts if you get them. Wi-Fi is like a hundred bucks, probably a little bit more depending on the package you get. And then they're always trying to get you to buy a photograph. Like they like, do you want to buy it? So and they turn out so nice too. You're like, I do want to buy it, but I've already bought like $75 in merch from the merch store. 75 That's a treat. Those two 75. things. That was your hoodie. Uh, that's what I was just going to say. We did not spend 75 on that. We like could have rented we. a car. We. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, we this. both had to have hoodies. We both had to have shirts. We both we. had to have a poster. And, and and a lot of those those shirts, like especially for the crew, because uh, not a lot of the, the wrestlers actually bring merchandise. So, like you know, you see more eight by tens than anything else. But you know, autograph signings is very much so a thing on the cruise too. But the Jericho cruise itself, there's always this, these exclusive shirts to that cruise. That I mean, <laughs> I wear my Jericho cruise shirts all the time, and some of the wouldn't make as much sense, but like. I unfortunately I didn't get like the the orange Jericho shirt or the Jericho housing shirts and but um I mean it still is one of those things where another fan season's like wait what and uh so it's all the more stories to tell and you know if if they have shirts left over they'll maybe sell them on pro wrestling tees but chances are you don't get on the cruise you're not getting it period and they're not going to print out more they sell out and I like that's one of the games Emily and I always played. I don't know if you do this, but like, because we've made such a family, you know, we have cruisers literally from all over the world. When we watch a dynamite or a collision or a rampage, it's fun to see, Hey, that's a Jericho shirt cruise in the crowd. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a TDS shirt. Oh, that's a, this shirt. Like it is cool because there are specific designs. Like the one you're wearing now, I know people can't see, but you're wearing a green four leaf clover shirt. Yep. I saw someone in the crowd with that shirt. I'm like, oh, cruiser. There's a cruiser. Yeah. Even it's if you don't like know that person. Game. but It's my favorite game to play. I don't care what show we're watching. If it's wrestling, I'm looking for a, a fellow Jericho cruiser or just somebody we've seen along the way. And when I tell you, Ric Flair came on that TV and I looked for Tony. We were like, where's Tony? Where's Where DDR? Is Tony? Oh, where's DDR? I need to see this pop. Where is Tony? Where's his face? I need to see what his face looks like. Where's Tony? I texted him right away and I was like, Tony. For I the, texted for those Taren, who don't where's know, Tony? <laughs> Tony is the cruise flair. He's dressed up as Ric Flair on all cruises since Cruise 2. And he was there. He has four robes. He has a different robe for every day. And he happened to go to the Dynamite where Ric Flair was there. No one knew Ric Flair was going to be there. As soon as Ric Flair came out, I texted Tony and I was like, you must be so happy right now. He said he <laughs> cried. He cried. I can't. I don't blame him. That would that, be like. If, if I was at Soraya's Sar- debut. If, yeah, she was at Soraya's debut. Oh, my God. Ugly I'd still be talking about it right now. Oh, wait. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what bonds the community is. We, we look for our friends. Like, you know, we've talked about in both episodes. Actually, our friend was at the Soraya reunion, and she is a huge Soraya fan. Yeah. So when Soraya came out, I looked for her, and I was like, oh, my God, she's there. I'm so happy <laughs> she's there for that. No, and it, it's always sad when you hear someone who's not going on the cruise again, because you, you, like, you don't want to guilt trip them, because like you said earlier, it's, it's a budgetary item. You, know, you do have to plan for this, either payment plan, paying it off, taking a loan, you know, no judgment however you pay it. 
you do have to pay for it, but the experience to me is worth because you're getting four nights of all meals, four nights of sleep, four nights of wrestling, four nights of music, two meet and griefs, two autographs. You add in the drinks that you pay, but you're getting everything you get on vacation, but you're not having to pay for everything out of pocket. It's so much nicer swiping your room card for a drink that's already paid for than if you go to Miami and you go to the bar and you're like, oh, there's my tab. We, we racked up a $100 tab the first night in Miami, and I'm like, I didn't drink that much or eat that we, much. We went to South Beach right after Four Leaf Clover, and I had a drink and like a fancy – you could tell was, that cup came from Florida the way it was – that one drink, I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'll do this one drink." Everyone else around this table is drinking them. I'll have, I'll have one. That was the only thing on my tab, so I was like, "It can't be too expensive." They went to hand us our tabs afterwards. I had a forty-five dollar tab just from that one drink. Like, I mean, it was a tall glass, a tall skinny glass, but I was like, "What in the world?" Wouldn't have been the case on the Jericho cruise, but like, oh, uh, we should just start bringing those big like. You know, in Las Vegas, they have those the yard, big drinks. The yard drinks. Yeah, I want one of those for my pina coladas. Hey, Listen, uh, I'm not getting you a yard drink for the Joe Cruz. I'm not <laughs> carrying you back to your room. <laughs> I think that I will that let, would be perfect. I will let Wardlow or Satnam or someone throw you over their shoulder and take you back. <laughs> that like that. You notice how he didn't say Will Hobbs. Yeah, I'm not saying Will Hobbs because I won't see you again. <laughs> <laughs> But no, and that's where, like, it's, it's like anybody who knows me even a little bit in my everyday life, uh, you know, especially I'm a ring announcer. So I work with a lot of people through, like, the couple promotions I interact with. And I, you know, I have my wrestling family, that chapter of my wrestling family, that that part of my wrestling family. And it's like they associate if they there's not a lot of people in the state of Nebraska who's going on a Jericho cruise and. But those are the questions I hear more than anything is like, they're like, oh, they've number one question that anybody ever asked me, how much is it? And that drives me insane because my answer is not that they're asking for a specific dollar price. And I'm like, sometimes I can say, oh, everything considered, you're looking at maybe $2,000 and everything. But I always tell them, I'm like, it depends on how many people are in your group and what kind of room you get. Because it, it there is a difference in prices and everything, and like, go to the website. Don't just use me for your information because I'm not going to give you the breakdowns. And then, and then the other common thing I get from so many people is, I could never afford that. I live my life paycheck to paycheck. I would normally, you would think I would normally say the same, but those payment plans, those are, those are lifesavers. And like, it's very, if you break it down. And you do the payment plan or whatever else. We put, uh, I think, $103 or $106 on per person to start our reservation for Five Alive. It's a very affordable with the amount of time they give you and the payment structure they give you. And then you can still make payments on your own. If you're dedicated enough that you want to go to the Jericho Cruise and you make it priority, it doesn't matter what that price is. It's very achievable. That's why so many of us, it's not like we're all millionaires that, oh, it's just a guarantee because we have so much money that we're going to go on all these cruises. But we just, you, we're disciplined enough and we structure it enough that, like, as long you just budget it in, you can make it work. Exactly. You make it work. I've told people if this is something that you love, if this is the culture that you want to be a part of, 
again, I'm a waitress, okay? Go sling some pancakes, okay? Sling some pancakes. Go make that money. Work one weekend a month. Find somewhere because I guarantee you there is a restaurant in your town that needs the help and would more than appreciate somebody working, even if it is on call. That right there would cover. If I worked one weekend, I can afford the Jericho Cruise. And I think that that right there says everything. People need to just put themselves out there and you put the work in to get that work. I mean, some people, I mean, sell themselves. I sell pancakes. And I even, and there's nothing wrong with you. And I I support both. If I had the body from not eating my pancakes, I would. Listen, my idea was shot down. I wanted to put a bunch of like oscillating fans on the couch and say it's my only fans. She didn't like the idea. But um, no, anyway, seriously. But yeah, no, I agree. It's. I know a bunch of people who are Disney adults. Again, I'm not knocking Disney adults because I know there are many levels of Disney fans, but I'll talk to them because I'm always curious. I have been to Disney in, since 2017. You know, I look at Disney as something that it's no longer really obtainable for what I want to do because it costs five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 to get a decent vacation. So I look at, you know, you kind of pick and choose what you want your vacations to be. We all pick the Jericho Cruise because we know that's going to be our annual vacation. That's what we want to save up for, just like other people save up for the flights and the hotels and the theme park tickets. We're just making our payments to the cruise line every month, but it's also interest-free. That's the best part. Yeah, You're not putting it on a credit card going, well, I've made mistakes. And if you are, cool. There's a lot of great credit cards. DM me if you want to. I'm a banker. I'll help you find the best credit card for your, <laughs> for your bank for your buck. But it, it, like you said, if you prior, you both say if you prioritize it, if you do the payment plans, that's how we've been able to go on, you know, our fifth six man cruise, our fourth chair cruise, because we use the payment plans. And you're right about the rooms because we've done a suite, we've done a balcony, and we've done interior room twice. We're going back to interior room just because we realized we didn't use the balcony enough to justify paying the extra yep. cost for it. Yep. He's lying. It's because Emily can't control herself in the merch room. No, it's also because I <laughs> fell asleep on the balcony and no one woke me up and I was out there. And it was creepy. <laughs> no, and I, I've had like various amounts of rooms too. And where we were when we signed up for Five Alive was like we weren't in a very good financial situation, but we wanted to ensure that we were going. And so we were just doing the minimum possible for everything. So we did. We got an interior room because my whole thing is that's why I was thinking is I'm not on – like when we've gotten a balcony room, I've never been on the balcony enough. I will say this. We got an interior room on four leaf clover as well, but on both the second and third Jericho cruise, we did have some sort of balcony room and I did, I did miss having a balcony when it wasn't available to you anymore, but you know, there's, it's a ship. You go to any, any, um, any spot and you know, there's going to be a balcony around there. Like you still enjoy the ocean and you don't have to, be in your room and have that that privacy whatever but there's still there's still plenty of decks that's what the word i was looking for i felt bad for not knowing it and so i mean to each their own but that's where that's where we were with it no and that's where your cost is going to go up you know the bigger the room the more amenities you know don't try to book the haven like a mookie mark obviously that's reserved for talent yeah. but you know there are suites so there are i know people who booked together they got a huge suite they got but they booked with like three families so there are family suites there are suites but we realized like why are we putting extra money into our room 
when it's literally a changing room and a shower. It's a place to sleep. And interior rooms, holy crap, if you, if you want good sleep, there's no natural light in interior rooms. You sleep. That's, that's true, too. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Okay, my apologies. I, uh, I cut things off wanted to get my ad break in there. Emily, you were about to say something. So we did a port window on the third cruise. So the triple whammy, we had the port window. It was actually, no, it was the part two. How do you say it? You guys say part part two. So we had the window and I have a wonderful picture of Cam looking out the window dressed up as Cody Rhodes. And it's one of my favorite pictures. And it brought a lot of light into our room. And I don't think it was that much more than the interior rooms. It was about $100 more, $200 more. So it's, it all kind of depends on, again, so you have like the interior rooms are always your cheapest. Your porthole windows are your next, then it's balcony, and then it's club suite, and then it's, I believe, family suite. So go on there. You know, don't be afraid of the price because like Johnny said, the more you have, the better it works out for you, but make sure you know who you're rooming with. Like we're lucky. We've always roomed with each other. And then a friend of the family, I've heard horror stories of people rooming with friends and either having to pick up the extra slack on the payments of the billing or basically bringing a friend on board. And then they had awkward chemistry in the room and one person would sleep in a different area. Speaking of which you also have to make sure that your entire group is there for certain pictures. So, like, the Jericho picture, there was someone that got left out of a picture, and they're probably going to go to hell. Yeah. Literally, they left a priest out of their picture. Went to go get his picture with Jericho. We were in the line, and six men said, unfortunately, your cards have been scanned for the picture. So his roommates went without him, didn't tell him. See, that's where where it's different for me. So on Five Alive, I'm going to be rooming with with, uh, Josh Seavers. And past uh, Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk podcast guest a couple different times. And I've roomed with him before. But, you know, to him, getting a picture with Jericho, is it's not something new anymore. So he's been there. He's done that. If, he, if it doesn't happen again, he's okay because it's happened before. He was on the second cruise with us. He was on the third cruise. And he's up, he's up all night, every night when he wants to be too or at least real late at night. And unlike me, because I'm like, I still, I want to get, it's it's not too uncommon for me to go to bed for an hour or like four hours tops. I don't want to get a lot of sleep anyway because there's so much to do and I want to spend every every waking second I can. That's the one time I love sleep. Like, I, I stay up late all night every night. Like, 
in general, not, I stay up later than I should. And then, um, you know, if I'm on vacation, usually sleep is a priority. That's not how it is for the Jericho crews. I'm like, all right, I, I'm okay with the fact that I'm going to get four hours or, or less of sleep each night because there's so much to do. But uh, Josh Severs, he hasn't, he's, hasn't always had that same mentality. So we have a Jericho photo at 11 in the morning on, on Triple Whammy. And he goes, you know what? You guys just do that without me. I've already met Jericho. I've already had my picture taken on, on part. Uh, I'm okay with that, uh, not having it again. And that's a regular attitude of his. So come Five Alive, Josh and I, we're the only two roommates in our room. And me, I, I'm okay with... Here's the thing about Jericho. Uh, there's a lot of people, you know, there's Dez, there's Taryn, there's Walter that Jericho knows just through enough interactions or the right interactions that if he, if he knows you, if he, if you're one of those fans that he can call you by name, it's, it's easy to approach him at any time. Be like, Hey, can I get a picture with you? And he's all about it. But most of the time he's like, Hey, I'm doing all these things on the cruise. So if I'm going to enjoy this band, let me enjoy this band. I don't want to be stopped for a picture. You've already had your Jericho photo opportunity. And, uh, and so he, he's good with that. Well, like, and I respect that too. And I think more people should. And so, uh, you know, my opportunity, I'm still, I still like the Jericho cruise photo. I'm still going to take it every time, but Josh Severs, he's like, I've done that. So there's a good chance that I'm going to do my Jericho cruise photo with Le Champion on five alive, it'll be a picture of just me and him because my roommate doesn't want to get out of bed yet. So like, I don't know. And then Josh, if you're listening to this, if I'm wrong, that's okay too. You're still one of my best friends. So have at it. (laughs) I think that you just made an incredibly great point. So there are opportunities for us to get pictures with people and don't get me wrong. I love to take the picture because again, if you listen to the first part of this, my memory's kind of bad. Sometimes the picture helps me remember the conversation. Oh, I absolutely. Had. Or the moment. Yeah, or the moment that happened. So as far as like, you know, you have that time with them. He's so not wrong. Chris Jericho is the man behind this entire cruise, his entire vacation. Is it awesome to get a picture with him? 110%. Is it better to get the picture randomly at a rock show? probably a really cool moment but that's something i would never forget personally and i wouldn't want to capture that moment i would just want to remember that for myself i mean we had a moment where he was in front of us watching um paradise kitty i'm trying to remember from the third cruise and I could have gone up there, but I didn't because I was like, you know, I don't need to squeeze up there and try to be next to Jericho. He's trying to enjoy this so little bit. So I'm like, he's trying to enjoy this concert. But what was cool is I watched, you know, the other Johnny Cadillacs, the Mongos, Emily's. We were living in the moment. Nobody was like filming him. We were all filming Paris Kitty watching Jericho. But it was cool because we were all kind of looking at him, celebrating with him. And it wasn't until I don't, again, I'm not going to name names. I don't know who it was. There was a couple people who went up to try to take a picture. He left. And I kind of felt bad. I remember turning to Emily going, that's what makes me feel bad as a fan that he was just trying to be out here as a regular person watching a kick-ass cover band with everyone, but somebody, you know, took pictures and he's like, I don't want to make it about me. And I like that he recognized that too, but it kind of stinks that sometimes people scare town away because they're like, 
like you said, time and place, read the room. There have been plenty of times where I've had times where I could have gotten pictures. I could have, but I'd rather have the moment. I'd rather yeah. have that memory of hanging out with that person, like Britt Baker hanging out with us at one of the concerts. You know, just all these different memories and moments. And the only reason I have pictures is because she asked Emily for a picture. Emily didn't ask because she was too nervous. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, but. No, Britt was on the stairs and I had my bloody Britt Baker shirt on. FYI, that is my favorite wrestling shirt. You had the botched one, so it was like double blood. Yeah, it's botched. <laughs> so I have both. I have a regular and then I bought a botched and it ended up being the same shirt. But it's triple printed, so the blood on it just like it looks sticks 3D. out. <laughs> so this shirt is just like bloody Brett Baker's face, and I look up on the stairs like two feet from me, and she's just there, and I kind of like point to the shirt, and I'm like, "I like you," you know, I'm real <laughs> drunk, so I'm like, "I so, like and you." So it wasn't Brett. Brett comes over, and they got a picture together, and sweet. I got like a hug from her, and. But to the same point, again, like I get wanting that picture. I'm not faulting anyone for taking it no. because. When we met Cody Rhodes on the second cruise, he was like very interactive with every single person. And we have like our TV flashes pictures from our phones, right? Like when it's like on a digital photo frame. Yeah, it's like a digital yeah. photo frame. And there's a picture that pops up, and I'm like, wait, I don't remember that. What is that? It's Cody Rhodes giving me a hug, but it's us from like behind. So, I didn't remember that that happened, and I'm very grateful that I have that picture because it helped jog that memory back to me. And, and that, that was I a forgot. simple making friends with the security guard and the workers in the boat. We made friend with, friends with a few of the security guards who have done multiple Jericho cruises. He recognized us, and I gave him my phone because I'm like, oh, do you mind taking the picture? Because I know he you know, knows us. He's, he'll try to take a good picture. He's not going to just take a picture and say, next. He's going to make sure it's a decent picture at the meet and greet. Right. They even take videos. Yeah, and I didn't realize he switched it to a video and live photos. I didn't have live photos on. So I get it back and there was like 60 pictures, Johnny, of Emily. And I didn't take this. So he literally just spammed the button down the entire interaction. So I have all these candid moments that I didn't realize I got pictures of of Cam getting a handshake and Emily getting a hug. And you can see the moment where I remember telling Cody, I was like, all in got me back into wrestling. You know, and that was like the biggest thing I wanted to tell him was that. I was a lapsed fan. I think that's what makes the Jericho Cruise so special for me, too, is 2016 to, like, 2019, I went to a WrestleMania, or I went to some events, but I wasn't as invested. I was more just, I watched it out of habit. It was, like, a social and media, all, YouTube. all in, up. you know, got me back into it. So, t- to tell Cody, like, you, the Bucks, and Cody in this cruise is making me remember why I was passionate about wrestling. Hearing all the fans, meeting you, meeting Taryn, Dez, Jamal, everyone it reignited that passion of this is why I liked wrestling. This is why I like doing these podcasts because I remembered the community and the friends where I could sit there and go to join like, Oh my God, can you believe that swerve struck and do that double stomp? It sounded so brutal last night. Can you believe the boat rocked? I thought that was me. I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> last. <laughs> well, there were plenty of those moments too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and to go back on that, definitely like, when you're in the autograph sessions and stuff, don't be afraid. Look behind you. Ask somebody to take that picture. Yep. Do not be afraid to also, woman to woman, if anybody out here is a female listening, you need to tell somebody, your hair looks really nice. Do you want a picture? You need to like go up to somebody. A guy, it might come off real fucking weird. But as like a girl going up to another girl, tell them like, you know, you look really good. Would you like a picture right now? Because I would appreciate that, you know, having somebody come up and take my picture instead of a selfie. 
looks a little better, especially on the cruise. And when you're in line, a lot of the girls, they don't have someone else to be with. They come alone. So don't be afraid to reach out behind you, even if it is a guy. Just, you know, hopefully you know them. And look at their lanyard. Are they a first-time, second-timer? Because that matters, too. They're going to understand. If they've been on this cruise before, they're going to understand that you want the good picture. I have a picture of me and Rebel just shooting the shit for a hot minute about makeup. And it's one of my favorite experiences. And the Will Hobbs picture. Going back to Will Hobbs. Mongo. What happened? He played with your hair the entire picture. (laughs) I did not spark that by any means. But, you know, kind of going on to what you both said, we are here to help each other out. So, you know, going back to earlier, look into the lanyards. Don't get frustrated at six men because you got to remember, most people on this boat, they've been planning this thing for a year. We can all attest. You can plan out every moment of every day. You could say, okay, tomorrow I have to do this, 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 and this. And then tomorrow comes and you spill your coffee on the porch and then you get stuck in traffic and then you have a hole in your pants when you go to work and you realize you got to change. You have to pivot. The cruise is the same way. Don't, don't give the six man workers and the staff grief because of your poor time management yeah, or because you misunderstood. That's, I think my only complaint on the cruise is they do the, you know, when they do the five timer, four timer photos, they had stuff on the on your app you can download, on your TVs, on the TVs by the elevators. But people still didn't, you know, take it upon themselves to research it and would complain to the three people trying to run 3,000 people on the ship, trying to keep everything in order. Or when they had to change the meet and greets and they had to change who could go in where, people were getting upset. And like, look, I understand we all paid the same amount to be here. But your attitude is what's going to cause them to not go above and beyond. Absolutely. I saw I saw someone yelling at a six man about how they couldn't get an autograph from a certain person. And this particular wrestler, I know for a fact, would have honored that if they weren't being rude. But they listened to the entire conversation. I watched it happen. I watched the wrestler look over because they heard their name. And you could tell they were waiting. And then when that when this person was being a Karen to the six man staff, you could tell that talent was like, I'm good now. Like like I would have done something, but now I'm good. Right. <laughs> so it's just be nice to, because that's the thing. Like, you're going to get more flies you are with honey than you are with vinegar. You, you don't need to be a, a what about me. You know, It's about having fun. If you see kids or you see people that the first time. I used to let first-timers go in front of me for a lot of things. Oh, me, I've done this before. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll take a picture for you. Like We try to give back the same kindness that was given to us on our first cruise. Yeah, and it goes a long way. It really does. I'm um, going to wrap things up here in a minute, but I want to talk a little bit more uh, internet package. Um, I will say this. So my whole outlook on a Jericho cruise, and I haven't really even talked about this on this podcast in general is I want to stay away from the, the real world. When I'm on a cruise, I'm on vacation. My world is that cruise. The people who are around me on that cruise, that's who I want to focus in on. So I, I love having my phone on airplane mode. Now I don't go and I don't download the app or whatever I need to. And that's on me. I'm not going to complain about something if I miss something. I missed the three timers photo on uh, on triple whammy because they they changed the time and I was showing up at the time it was originally scheduled. I missed it. And I said, "Oh, that's on me." I wasn't going to like complain about it. Like, oh, I they changed the time. I didn't know. I missed it. Like life goes on. I make sure you're there for the four timers photo on on four leaf clover, and I was there. Um, but I, I don't want to 
I want to focus on my vacation and the people around me, and I don't want to think about real life. It, it was hard not to put a somber moment on, but going into the first Jericho cruise, uh, our family dog was dying at the time, and uh, I I was very adamant about because for that I just didn't want to spend the extra money, and I wanted to focus on my vacation. But then I went to bed every night put my head on the pillow and in the back of my mind, I'm like, I, I don't know if she's still alive. And that, that was a little different, different circumstances. Of course, uh, she did make it through the cruise and then we had to put her to sleep the day. I, uh, the day after I got back. So that was a harsh reality coming back to real life after the vacation of a life. But, um, at least I got to be there to say goodbye. Um, and so that's one time where I may have regretted not getting, a, uh, the internet package or anything. But otherwise, like, that's my focus. Where are you guys when it comes to, like, the internet package? I know on, on Triple Whammy, Cam couldn't be there with you, so it was a little different. But where do you guys generally sit with that? So that's the only time we got the internet package was Cruise 3, just because he wasn't with us. Okay. I personally didn't think it was worth the money, because I'm like you. I like to disconnect. The only thing I tried to do is just make sure like text my mom like hey how's everything with the animals because she watches the animals for us but i'm like you um the first two cruises i was at a very stressful job that would try to even i feel like vacation they literally would try to call me I'm like i'm literally at the bahamas like leave me alone so we wanted to both disconnect and if we have cam with us we know we can we really don't get the internet we we maybe get the little instant messaging thing just to send a message back to mom to say, hey, how are the animals doing? Everything going good? Or, yeah. hey, we'll see you tomorrow at this time, blah, blah, blah. We really don't because my phone's in my pocket. I mean, I always, I joke that I'm like, my vlog would have been better, but my phone was in my pocket. My phone, like, never died on this cruise. That's one we, nice thing, too. My phone always, <laughs> yeah, we I have, have terrible all these battery plans life to on record. It. Yeah. All these plans to, like, do videos, record, all these ideas. You're but caught up in the moment. You're so busy. You can go live for the sail away. That's fantastic. And again, the quality of the internet. Think about this. We are in the middle of the ocean. Do you really think the internet is going to be high speed functioning? No. There's 2,000 people trying to use it. It's not going to be. Put yourself into a restaurant. How slow does your phone go? Pretty slow. Going to a football game or baseball game when you have everyone in the stadium trying to get on that free Wi-Fi, it's it's congested. So if you need it, because I know there are some people who are diabetic or have you know certain monitors that they use Bluetooth to send Wi-Fi to their doctors. It's definitely looking to it's worth it. Just make sure you talk to Six Man. Find out the best package for what you need to do because they offer tiered packages. They offer like the full streaming, like you were talking about earlier. The Royal Rumble people will probably be streaming, you know, on Peacock, whatever. They're gonna eat up the internet that night. But I'm but I'm looking for worst case scenario, like you did, buy an hour of it just to make sure I send the message home. But I typically you run into everyone. I think I ran into you last year because you were wearing your your red hat. I saw you. I'm like, oh, there's Johnny at the casino with Jamal. Oh, there's Jamal. we randomly would run into Jamal all the time. We we'd be sitting about sitting in the stardust. All of a sudden, he'd sit down. What's up, homies? How you doing? Oh, hey, Jamal. Where were you? Oh, I was just doing this. Now I'm coming in here. Like yeah, the, the the two people <laughs> who are going to do everything on the Jericho cruise is Chris Jericho himself. He booked the talent. He wants to see them, even if he's not going to be there for a whole full act, but he's going to make sure to at least get a taste of the talent he booked. He knows what to expect with them. He wants to see them have fun on the cruise. And Jamal Gary, those are the two people you will see absolutely anywhere. 
and it, it's admirable because there's so much to do. And, you know, to kind of wind up here, like you were saying, I think the last point to go into is the schedule is it is a very compact jam packed schedule four days. You're not going to make everything. You're going to miss things, but don't get upset about the things you miss because then you're going to regret the things you went to. We just kind of, we, we, there was one, we wanted to do two things. We went to the first half of a podcast and we went to the second half of a podcast. So we saw both. So yeah, you're going to have to pick and choose, but yep. realistically just do what you want to do. You don't have to do every single thing. You don't even have to do it. I knew people who were like, oh, I'm not really interested. I'm going to go take a two hour power nap. Like, you know, Jamal was saying, or I'm not interested. I'm just going to go to the buffet now. Cause everybody's gonna be at that podcast. So you're not tied down. Those schedules are there for you to choose things. To do. You don't have to. But if you have an arrival time to something, don't be two hours early. If this says, oh, your time is 11.20, get there at 11.15, 11.10. Do not get there at 9 a.m. Because you're just che- you're cheating yourself by staying there two hours early or you're confusing everybody else. So I feel like time management, you have to work on your own time management on this cruise. Don't stress yourself. But just wing it. Take it. We take it day by day. Like, all right, what's going yeah. on today? Oh, let's try to make that. Don't look at the schedule the day you get them. Like, okay, we're going to do this, this. Cause you won't. And you're going to disappoint yourself. Yeah, no, That I, is the best piece of advice. Yeah. I, I, I have the schedule as a crutch. But I know if I ha- plan it out ahead of time, which I did on the first cruise, I know I'm very quick to miss that. Because at times where I'm like, I need to go this. I am hungry. Well, I got to be fed. So, like, food needs to come in at some point, too. Um, but yeah, use it as a crutch, but don't, don't rely on it completely. I mean, the amount of times I pulled the schedule out of my land, you're like, what time was that thing today? Yeah. Oh, it's in 10 minutes. Oh, I, I kind of want some wings. All right, let's go get wings. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> All Again, <right>. the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to wrap things up here. Do either of you have any closing thoughts or anything that you want to share before we, uh, we end this podcast episode? I think one last thing. I know you have one quick thing, but I want to Johnny, you've been a great show. Make sure you guys are also giving him a follow. Give him a five-star Frog Splasher review because we can't build a cruise community without working together. So I appreciate always working together with you, Johnny. Thank you. Likewise. I have two really bad things. So the first one is actually not so bad. Um, If you can think of a time that you've talked about this cruise on the podcast, it's almost every podcast episode, right? right? For us, it is. We definitely mentioned it, yeah. So I feel like there's a little less than, what, 60 days? Like a month and a half, yeah. Yep. So you got a month and a half. That's like an episode a day of Cruising with Kayfabe and Johnny Cadillac. I think I could handle two hours a day of listening to our voices. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing, Throwing that out challenge. there. Right. So... If somebody isn't familiar with us and you've only listened to Johnny Cadillac, just know we are huge Matt Cardona fans. We're huge Chris Jericho fans. We're huge wrestling fans. We watch AEW, WWE, Impact, New Japan. We watch it all. And I think it's really important to spread the love and spread the awareness of all wrestling. And Johnny does that as well. And I really enjoy listening to Johnny's podcast and hearing what he has to say because at the end of the day, the fans are the reason wrestling works. They kayfabe us. They work us so hard. We are the reason that they can still have a job. Absolutely. Even if you are a heel announcer, we love you, John. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so give all of us a listen. And 
really, if you're going on the cruise, take in what we're saying as these tips and don't be like, <laughs> screw that. that. That sounds so stupid. Uh, hello, it's our fifth cruises for a reason. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you. Uh, it was a lot of fun being a part of Cruising with Kayfabe. And it was an honor to have you guys back here on Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast. It was a lot of fun. We'll have to do something again sometime. And the cruise is just about here. Absolutely. I see a part five coming. I'm not opposed. I'm not opposed. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is another episode of Caddy Chat Wrestling Talk Podcast here with special guests Mongo and Emily, hosts of Cruising with Kayfabe. I'm Johnny Cadillac, and until next time, we'll see you then. Have a good day, everyone.